Justice for Gamers podcast. Cast, cast. So Ash has lost his voice, so I'm doing the intro this week. But seeing as the intro is immediately followed by me doing the intro, I'm at something of an impasse. I'm going to solve this by instead shouting buzzwords, just to get you excited. So here we go. Gaming Podcast Sam PlayStation Xbox Probably Star Wars Enjoy! I think that went well. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 8. I am joined by my good friend Ash. Hello. And a special guest. Hello Sam. Hello mate. There he is. That's Sam. He's our friend. We're uh, we're very pleased to have another special guest. We thought it went very well last time. I don't know if Sam has any experience with Adventurous Dog Simulator 2015, but we'll find that out <laughs> over the course of the of the episode, which is good. Um, anyway, how are you, Ash? How have you been? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. Um, I've mainly been... I don't know what I've mainly been doing. Working, I guess. Working and that. That seems about it, really. I, I literally can't remember what I've been doing the past few evenings in my free Much time. Much gaming? No, not that I know of. Or recall. <laughs> Good news. Yes. <laughs> so, Sam, uh, how are you? What have you been up to? I'm good. Um, not much. <laughs> I say, what have you been up to? <laughs> this is the first time that we've l- actually spoken um, <laughs> in like three and a half years, something like that. <laughs> so what have you been up to since um, early 2009? <laughs> Condense it into five minutes, would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah that would really help me out. Um, no, um have you been playing many games? Are you going to make up for the lack of games in the Ash department? Um, why make up for it that much? I have been playing Lego Marvel Super Heroes, which Ash has already spoken about extensively. <laughs> well, <laughs> our listeners well. will be delighted <laughs> to hear They've that. They've not had enough. <laughs> well, thankfully, I'll probably talk about GTA later as well, so you know that will really bring it home. Yeah, and if you could talk about Guacamole as well in depth, preferably <laughs> yeah. the control system, <laughs> that'd be cool. Have you got anything to talk about racing games later, buddy? Yeah, you know, I, just, I, as a matter of fact, I fucking yeah, do. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is the one. <laughs> this is the one everyone's been waiting for. Indeed. Right. Uh, so, site stuff. Things that have been added to the site since the last podcast. You know the drill. This is number eight. Everyone knows what's going on here. Uh, We have uh, the Great Racing Drought, which was an article where I just basically moaned, um, this time in text form, about the lack of racing games that (laughs) so far on the console. Um, Everyone, I'm sure, will love love that. Um, What else? Uh, First play of home. We've we've done our our first play of home. We've uh, there's two videos up. When um, so at this point, yes. which is exciting, there'll be more of that next week. We're really enjoying that. Yeah, I enjoyed using my Batman voice in that. Previously, 
<laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a, quite a treat. Pleasant surprise there. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got videos of home uh, and a little piece on home. That's all up as well. Um, yeah, bits and bobs going up. What else have we got on there? Oof, new social media icons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, new social media icons, which are quite beautiful. I must admit, they're quite they d- beautiful. They cost me three pence. Oh, right. Yeah. So we own those, do we now? We own that image. Uh, I customised it. I don't know if I was allowed to or not, but I did. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm certain you were. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Missing game modes. That was the other thing we had put up this week. Um, oh. Games that should have things in that don't. And that's not cool. Well, I just thought, like, literally the second about a game mode that's missing from every other racing game apart from PGR, which is Cat and Mouse. You know? <sighs> that was great. That was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. Why isn't that in more racing games? It's Ace. Yeah, what the fuck? Sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the new stuff on the site. Uh, so I suppose we should move on to what we've been playing. Here's a kiss two or three. You're just like that little old lady I hold dear to me. As our guest, I think you should probably kick us off, Sam. Oh yeah. Um Papo and Yo. That's weird. What is it? Don't even know. Um <laughs> you're <laughs> you're some kid running around a world that looks like it's a half finished creation that a game developer just gave up on. There's just loads of boxes and weird things happen and you can if say you pick up a random box on the ground, suddenly that's controlling a building in the background and you can move buildings by holding a box. It's very bizarre. That is that but does sound quite strange. What are you playing that on? Uh Steam with my little controller. Ooh. Oh yeah. But all of the artwork has got this massive monster in it. I've not run into that yet. I've not played it a lot. Has this guy got a name? Because all I can remember from this game was like the image of like that massive monster and a kid like standing looking at each other or something. I think that was the artwork. Yeah, that's what drew me to it. I thought it was going to be a you control both characters. Yeah. Like he he's your guardian. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm just the kid running around. It's very weird, but loads of reviews say that it tackles subjects that no other game has tackled so far. So, going to keep playing it, see what happens. Like paedophilia. And scam. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Two valid (laughs) questions right there, straight off the bat. The jazz jazz version. Yes, definitely, buddy. And paedophilia, the only kind of paedophilia that everyone knows. There's there's nothing else there. No. Um, uh, <laughs> cool, man. That's um, best podcast ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's going, it's going really well. It's going really well this week. <laughs> we're taking, you know, we're, we're we're bringing on challenging new subjects that people just don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. and and they don't want to talk about them for good reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
this will be the only video games podcast that goes out this week that tackles the subject of paedophilia. <laughs> it's true. It's so bad. moving on, <laughs> what else have you been playing, man? Uh, Lego Marvel Super Hero. Tracking game. Uh, yeah. An Ash favourite. You like this, do you? It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, man. But on computer, there is no windowed mode. So, because Lego is the perfect game to sort of window and then scroll to the left of your computer so you can do other stuff while you're knobbing about getting bricks, you can't do that. You have to just play. And if you're on your own, it's a bit boring because you just have to collect things. Yeah, that's true. But if you could split the screen while you're like watching Netflix while playing Lego, it'd be brilliant. But they just refuse to have it as a feature. That's one thing I've never really thought about doing on PC. Like, when I like, sit down on a PC to game, I literally just do that but yeah like the whole like easy kind of style of lego games that that would actually be really cool yeah it'd be good to multitask with it mm, definitely i mean presumably the um the xbox one version can do that it's got snap two features hasn't it have we found something the xbox does better than a pc oh no surely not it's got snap two functions hasn't it the um I don't know, the buddy. Xbox One. I don't own one yet. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, you will get one. It's going to happen. That is strange, though. Like, you, why would you not have a windowed option in 2015 for, for literally it's everything? It's ridiculous. Yeah, every single Lego game doesn't have it. What about if you had two monitors? Could you have one monitor with Lego and the other monitor with Netflix? Would that? Yeah, work? you could. Yeah, that would that. probably work. There you go. You just need two monitors. Yeah, stop your whining. Yeah, sort it out. <laughs> Go and spend a couple of hundred quid, you twat. Yeah. So please donate now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an old CRT monitor you can have. Is that good? Sorted. Yeah. How charitable Podcast of you. changing lives. I don't know how much the shipping on that bad boy would be. <laughs> It'll let you know, though. Yeah. Anything else? I think I put on my list of things... I would have been playing the Walking Dead game, but in a similar fuck you function, that just doesn't even work. It's not even that there's a windowed mode option or anything, it just doesn't work. I've been on loads of forums, when Walking Dead just doesn't work on some people's computers, when they don't seem to care. That's cool. So so it's not like a isolated incident, this? This is like a... No, there's so many forums about it. That's terrible. And they've just done nothing. That's really bad. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's very annoying. Glad I got it in the sale. Well, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Can you get a refund on that? Uh, I'm not sure. I think Walking Dead was one of the driving forces between people arguing that Steam needs to add a refund option. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. Drive Club was a good one for PS4. <laughs> it certainly was, buddy. <laughs> it certainly was. I can't think of anything else I've been playing. Nice. Cool, buddy. Well, in that case, what about you, Ash? We move on to you, shall we? GTA, motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, I th- I'm pretty sure we did the final heist on Friday. I was quite drunk once again, so I think we did it. Was that this Friday? Was that <laughs> yeah. Fun? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, we did it. It was. No, it was. It was on Friday. We finished it off and got... One million dollars! We got a sweet mill for that shit and immediately spent it. Mainly on a big fuck-off car with a gun on top. 
which has been We've the been best having a investment lot of fun with that. <laughs> I've ever made in that game. And if anyone wants to buy it, or is thinking of buying it, they should definitely buy it. Because literally, the only way it gets blown up is by a tank. Nothing else could touch it. It was great. So the tank, I think fun. the tank shelled us three times before it exploded as well. I was I was putting sticky bombs all over it and <laughs> and detonating them and it wasn't it wasn't killing it. It's uh, what was it we got on a five star rating and did like a full lap of the island while shooting the fuck out of everyone. It was so yeah. much fun. We spent like 15 20 minutes scudding about the military base like playing chicken with tanks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> trying to find a way out and there's like when you're in there there's no way out. Well, if you know a way out, let us know in the comments of whatever, you know. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because normally the only reason you go in there is to either steal a jet or die. Yeah. So the, yeah. there's, there's never been an issue before with escaping in like a van or anything. But yeah, no. it was a real problem. So um, we we did that, which was amazingly fun. And we did a load of other, like, you know, the, the original missions. Um, and we just decided to use that car again and it made it so much more fun because we were just like absolutely dicking about our favorite one was the one where you have to destroy the seven trucks <laughs> yeah. well i think we did that about three times in the end just because it was loads of fun just like just annihilating them they didn't have a chance it was so good it's quite a nice um sort of difference like after the, the the last you know few missions on the heists were really taxing like quite difficult and yeah. quite frustrating at times uh, I'm not complaining but uh, yeah they were quite tricky to go from that to this we're just in this like invincible <laughs> death machine yeah. just that driving still about has decent handling and goes really quite fast it's as quick well. it's nippy yeah it's nippy it really is and um, it's annoying, like, the only annoying thing about it is you have to call Pegasus or whatever it is and pay you £200 or $200 each time you want to use it. But in the end, I think you said it best. You were like, well, I'm not throwing a sticky bomb at that car because that costs more than getting the car. Yeah, 600 <laughs> bucks for a sticky yeah. bomb or 200 to yeah, get them to, to get deliver the this. Car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we like, well, <laughs> so- we'll, get, we'll get the big fucker then. But yeah, that was good. And the other thing that we both did was um, we were sick and tired of driving or going all over the maps to get all our different cars because obviously we're we're big fans of spunking loads of money on cars and having a great selection at our, our will. Um, so we decided to sell up all our apartments and just buy three apartments in the same building. Boom. That's yeah. how it's done. <laughs> Job done. So now, like, when we... Uh, was it uh, Del Piero Heights, is it? Is That's that the one? one. Yeah. When we rock up there, it's like, what garage do you want to put it in? Uh, a, B, or C. Oh, no, what are the numbers? It's like 4, 7, or 20. And there you go. 30 cars in one place. Job done. No messing. It's a beautiful no thing. Yeah. So that's pretty much... Um, GTA. I mean, the highest. The, the we should probably talk about the final highest. Um, when we first tackled it, we were like pretty much caned, and it is really quite a hard mission. But the the annoying thing that I found about it is um, we managed to get to like pretty much the final drop off point. Uh, spoilers. Don't listen to this bit if you don't want to hear about it. Where you jump off the edge of the mountain and you have to jump out the car and parachute down. 
Now, I think it, it took us four, three or four goes, and each time, obviously apart from the one where we finished it, we would jump out the car, and one of us would like hit the side of the, the mountain or something, or and die, and then when you respawn, you're just totally fucked. Now, for me, that's really fucking annoying. Especially because each time we had to redo it, we lost a lot of money. Yeah, it, it, it was really annoying, actually, because it felt like, you know, we'd worked really hard to get to that stage, and then we were just getting done in by, essentially, chance. There didn't seem to yeah. be any pattern. No. didn't matter what angle you leapt off. Now, all I can think is, because that whole stretch that we drove, you're supposed to do that on motorbikes, and presumably you would be able to jump off those and yeah, parachute straight off. every yeah. single time. I don't know how you would do that. On, on on motorbikes, motorbikes. No. it's it's literally like a, a four mile five mile journey across the map on like full star rating you've got like everything imaginable coming at you yeah. and the only way we made it to the end was to steal like a four by four and just gun it all in the same car you know three people shooting that was the only way we managed to do it and I, I, I don't know. I mean, presumably we'll go back through the heists again and we'll have to try it like a few times with bikes and see if it... It must be doable. They wouldn't have put it in the game otherwise, but it yeah. just seemed so like needlessly difficult. Yeah, it was just annoying more than anything. Um, let me just say one thing. That, that million dollars that we did get, that was only because we completed every heist with the same team members. Yeah, it's a bonus, isn't it? And yeah, first time heist, you get money extra as well. Yeah, you get an extra well. 100 grand, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, we ended up coming out of that final heist with, I think it was like 500 grand split between us all. So I think I actually lost money on that, to be honest. Which yeah. was a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, um, have you played this on your PC, Sam? Have you got a, a, a system with the chops to run this? No, um, I was saying to Ash, I don't think mine would be able to run it. Um, I played GTA Five on the PS3 though. Oh right, so you, yeah, you never got into multiplayer though. Yeah, with those games, I always just as soon as it opens up, like I loved the first few hours of that game, and then as soon as it opens the entire world up, I just freeze because there's just too much to do. So I, feel I just the same, fo man. follow the basic missions, and then. I think, oh, I should go scuba diving, I should do this, and then I can't find where it is, or there's just too much in the way between me and scuba diving. I end up, like, getting five-star ratings and dying. Turn it <laughs> off. I, I kind of feel the same. I, 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 I have the same. I, I got um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag with my console when I bought it, and um, that was a really good game. I, I hadn't actually bought an Assassin's Creed before, Um and I was really enjoying it for ages, and then I just stopped playing it because I just, I, I just couldn't be bothered anymore. And and it got to the point where yeah. I just was craving a bit of linear. And it's the same with GTA. I've got the first. I was absolutely like nothing but GTA the first like month, month and a half that I had it. I was playing through the story. I think I've I got to like about about 60% 70% of the way through the single player that was uh, that yeah. was around christmas uh, and since then i haven't played the story mode at all not one little bit i've, I've played the balls off it online with with ash and, and the rest of my lot but I, I haven't gone back to the story it's just overwhelming it's just so overwhelming yeah, it is. I, I can't see the end and <laughs> 
that shouldn't matter. That should be a massive positive. But for some reason, it it's just I'm just like no, <laughs> no. Especially when you try and want to try and schedule it in, like oh, I'll get make some progress doing this or this. But if you've just got in a completely open world, you can't really measure how much progress you're about to make because no, just not. get distracted. See the yeah. issue with me is like I want a whole day to sit down and just finish it off, but I don't have a clue when I'm going to get that luxury with like kids and shit like that. So. My weekends are all tied up with doing stuff with them. So I'm just like, I don't really want to just sit down for a couple of hours in the evening and do another bit. I want to like just sit there and go like balls to the walls, get involved with it. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Like to do it justice and because of the distractions and because of the size of it, you need at least Time. a couple of hours to to really get into it. But yeah, yeah. with your schedule, like... By the time you get engrossed in it, it's probably time to stop. So yeah, I don't think we can have any sort of pop at the game for these problems. Oh god, no! <laughs> no. Oh, there's too much in that game. God damn it! But it just it just is a fact, <laughs> isn't it? Like I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of. Um, you'll get a lot of uh, a lot of gaming websites like we were talking about it when the order came out. People people like saying, "Oh, you can't judge a game by like." The amount of hours of play or whatever, uh, and and I think these people, we I think we said it at the time. The, these are people that have too many games for them to yeah. ever actually play, and they're not buying them, and they they're not on a strict budget where they they can only buy like four or five AAA titles in a year or whatever. Yeah, exactly. GTA is the the best value for money you will ever get from anything. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, is. <laughs> I, I can complain if a game is five hours long, even if it's brilliant and only five hours long. I can complain and I will complain. Um, yeah, that was the lead to all of the uh, negative reviews for Gone Home. Yeah. Uh, despite how good that game is, it's two hours long and I think the retail price was like 15, 20 quid or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's pretty mental. Like We've been playing Home, me and Ash, and... Uh, I think that it was what was it like an hour and twenty hour and a half it took yeah, to complete about, that yeah but it's two quid on the store at the moment and and the the, the RRP is is uh, three ninety nine it's like yeah. you know yeah. fair enough fair enough but yeah no it's it is an issue and people do want bang for buck and if you're a critic playing you know three hundred games a year then you might have a different opinion but you also should probably remember who you're reviewing these things for. And it isn't people yeah. in your field. is people who aren't. That's the yeah. point of you. So, um, yes. Anyway, I don't really know where that rank came from. But GTA's brilliant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you, buddy? What have you been playing then? Well, I'm glad you've asked. Um, uh, I thought I'd better. <laughs> I have been playing uh, Toka 2 Touring Cars. Yeah. Super Off-Road on the SNES. Okay. Uh, Drive Club. Okay. And and Mirror's Edge. No. So three out of the four are racing games. Yeah, okay. there's a theme there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have uh, got to the end of my tether with my racing game problem in that I want one. I need it now. And we're nearly there. You know, Project Cars is what, three weeks away? Two weeks away? Something like that? I'm not buying um, it. F1 about six weeks later. Um, I'm I just yeah, 
I want to race cars. I played the flat out demo last night as well on Steam. Nice. Um, yeah, so you, there's a theme there. I played Toka 2 Touring Cars. Uh, I used to love that game. I still do, and it's aged really well. I don't know if anyone wants me to talk about it, though. Because <laughs> it came out in 1998. Um, I like Touring Cars. Uh, it's a really good Touring Cars game. Uh, I played Super Off-Road. Uh, I played a game. ROM of I remember this. the arcade version. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> I was obsessed with the arcade version yeah, when I was man. really little. Um, it seemed like that was in every arcade I went to when I was like four, five. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it was about it, but... Because you had a fucking wheel and you were like staring at it and you you were steering it. It was awesome. Yeah, and it had, it, you'd get those big like deluxe pods with the four controllers. Yeah, so that you exactly. Could, and and the, like looking uh. at it now, graphically, it's ridiculous. But the music, I still remember all the songs. Like mm. there's, it's really, really good. Um, you can play this... Um, Probably illegally, I don't know. I don't really know what the state of play is there. But if you just search "play super off road free online," then it, it'll come up. Flash games everywhere. Well, if it's if it's a flash game, then it's not your fault, buddy. So you're not breaking the law. I take no responsibility for my actions. I know not what I do. But um, I played I played that for like an hour and a half the other morning nice. when I was supposed to be writing something for the website. Um, so that was good, and then. And then just after I'd done that, uh, I saw a report that Drive Club had new content. So I loaded Drive Club up and played through all of the new tour features on that. Uh, and I left that thinking to myself, this is a really good game. If only there were private lobbies so that I could play it with my friends and not get shunted by wankers. Yeah. Um, so happen. exactly the same as I felt about it before. What about this new racing game? Is that going to be a day one purchase? The new racing game coming out in a few weeks. Project Cars. You're going to buy that on the day? We were going to get that. We were nailed on to get that. Originally it was penciled in... I don't know when it was originally penciled in, but after after some delays it was penciled in, in I think November. Then it got pushed to March. Then it got pushed to April. Um, and, and now it's definitely coming out on the 8th of May. Um, no, not on the Wii U at that time, though. No, although apparently it is coming out on the Wii U. The <laughs> problem is that we will definitely be picking up F1, and we don't buy that many full price AAA releases each year. We just don't, you know. Um, and now that F- now that it's been delayed so so many times, it's been pushed to within three four weeks of the new F1 game. Um, uh, I think we'll wait. I think we'll wait. Yeah. I think we'll skip Project Cars. Uh, it's it's the sort of game that I will definitely buy at some point. But while money's tight, and um, I know, I just know that F one game, I will play that for hundreds of hours. I know that already. Um, so yeah. Project Cars will end up being a, a, a reduction, uh, a, a, you know, in a year's time or something like that. I think I think I'm right, aren't I, Ash? I think that's probably what'll end up happening. Yeah, I think so. Um The thing with Project Cars is we're not too sure about it. Uh in the realms of with F one, we've obviously played the previous generations of it and we know it's fucking good. So on that we're going for the one 
that we know about, obviously. Which is one the we safe trust. Bet. Yeah. It didn't. Project Cars did not preview well. I heard a lot no. of reports about dodgy, like it being too difficult, handling problems. Um, one person saying that you know it was a completely different game without the steering wheel. Obviously, you go to preview events and they got wheels all set up and everything. And uh, yeah, so we'll probably wait for F one. Uh, all that will mean is that I will continue to moan for the next sort of six weeks or so. <laughs> um, sorry, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, lots of racing stuff. Um, and yeah, the what only about other Mirror's thing, Edge? Yeah, yeah, why were Mirror's you playing Edge? Mirror's Edge? <laughs> okay, so I was round at my girlfriend's house, and they've got a fairly solid tower, you know, year or two old. Not a, not a gaming rig by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, it, anything sort of uh, 2010 or older, it'll it'll run full settings, 1080p, no problem. And I have that in. I think I got it on a humble bundle. It might have been the Origin One. Yeah, or, I think um, it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we picked it up. It was like two pound twelve or something to get like ten games or something ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, I, I loaded my Steam account up on on her family PC and Mirror's Edge jumped out. Uh, I I listen to the Kane and Rince podcast quite a lot. They they do podcasts like two hours an episode on one specific game and I recently listened to the Mirror's Edge one that they did. Um, obviously the Mirror's Edge 2 has been announced now and that's cool. Uh, I, I didn't, yeah. it wasn't a launch, I didn't get it at launch Mirror's Edge. I got it on the 360 when it was like sort of 12, 15 quid, something like that. I loved that game though. I thought it was brilliant and I was playing it last so night. So good. It's, it's really, really good. That game is stuck. really good. And then I never <laughs> went you? back. Yeah, I came out of some, like, underground hole. And then there was loads of dudes shooting me. And I tried for fucking ages to find my way out of this place. It was like a construction yard. I just couldn't find my way out. So I was like, fuck you, game. Delete. I know what bit you're talking about. Yeah, where the sort of like big, big round bit, isn't it? Where you got yeah, the yeah. bit. You come out of there and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. Might as well be in the Grand Canyon and you've just literally been lifted up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Where the fuck do you go? <laughs> I can't remember, but exactly. we obviously figured it out. Nah, mate. Yeah, you go around <laughs> the edges. You look for things that are red. Oh, fun I fact. Tried. Um, no. One of the biggest criticisms, apparently, of this game is that if you are colourblind, the, the colour that you struggle the most with is the colour red. And nice. there were loads... Obviously, you know, being colourblind, that's quite yeah. common you know, in the grand scheme of things in terms of illnesses and problems that people have. Apparently all colourblind people basically can't see the red, so they don't know where they're going. Oh, and that was God. Like a- it's the same on, um, like, first-person shooters. Like, one of my mates at work, he's colourblind, and he's like, on, like, Call of Duty, there's, like, a mode that you can turn the enemy team from red to, like, a different colour, you know, like, over the things over the top of their head. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I don't. I certainly don't think they make the same mistake again. But yeah, it was a massive problem. Yeah, uh, apparently I, I wasn't aware of it at all. Um, I I love that game, and I am really looking forward to Mirror's Edge Two. I, I I never thought they'd make Mirror's Edge Two. It seemed like a bit of a sleeper. No, hit. I didn't. It wasn't really big enough. I, I'm sure at one point 
there was a, a, a quote, and I couldn't find it before the podcast, but there was a quote from an, an EA exec saying that that game would needed to have sold like um, 8, 10 million copies or something for them to ever consider making a second one. I don't know what changed, but um, they're making it, it's announced, it's cool, it's, it's really, really good. Um, I haven't played anything like it since. No, I don't think there is anything like it. I mean, a lot of those mechanics were kind of shipped into Battlefield, weren't they? Because it's a dice game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And you kind of do get that sense when you're running across a a war zone in Battlefield. If you think about it, it it has got a Mirror's Edge thing about it. Obviously, the parkour isn't there, but, you know, you can can slide over the top of stuff and... (laughs) The whole, the way the camera kind of jolts, it's got that. The technology is there. Um, I saw a tech demo for Mirror's Edge 2 on on YouTube the other day. I think it was like six months old, to be honest. But even back like last summer, um, the stuff that was coming out showing it off looked spectacular. So it's really exciting. Very cool. I forgot that that game was announced. Looking forward to it now, though. Now that I remember it's there. Yeah, totally. Um, there's, <laughs> I assume there's no date or anything. One day. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm sure we'll see plenty of it at E3. Um, yeah. I'd love to see some multiplayer in there. I don't know how it would <laughs> yeah. work, but races, races could certainly like crack work. Down. Yeah, like Crackdown. Like, yeah, totally. Could be very cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Lovely. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. And we have a Phoenix this week. Um, Last week we had a Fonz and no Phoenix. This week we have a Phoenix and no Fonz. Um, (laughs) Read into this what you will. The Phoenix of the week is uh, Microsoft apologizes for releasing a new trailer for The Witcher 3 um, on their official site which was actually, the whole thing was footage from uh, the PC build. So it was 1080-60, like, quite, quite clearly not Xbox One footage. And they just chucked it up. Just chucked it up. um, And obviously had to apologise fairly quickly. Uh, They said, This morning we posted a new trailer for The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt to our YouTube channels. Featuring footage provided by CD Projekt Red that was captured for the P- from the PC version of the game and may not be reflective of final Xbox One gameplay. This was in no way in- intended to misrepresent the title on Xbox One. We have updated the description of the asset to make clear the source and platform of this footage. We apologise for any confusion and look forward to the game arriving on both Xbox One and PC on May the 19th, 2015. Firstly... Chucking Project Red under the fucking bus. Classy nice. move. Yeah, I like clearly, it. Clearly, this wasn't run by Phil motherfucking Spencer before it was announced. No. Um, also, no mention that it's coming out on PS4, a console that people might consider could be capable <laughs> of that footage. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what do you make of this? both of you it reminds me of was it like before they were uh, before uh, both the, the current gen consoles came out 
Isn't there controversy over like the Xbox One booths at one of the conferences or something <laughs> where they opened it up and it was actually like a PC or it came up with like a PC error or something? <laughs> I'm sure was it? that yeah. was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it was it, it wasn't just that, was it? Like it it blue screened and the technician came that over it. and it was clearly it was like a super PC, but also um well the the card, the graphics card in there was was the wrong brand. It was the one that wasn't used in the Xbox. Yeah. I, I can't remember what they use in the Xbox. Is it Nvidia or ATI? Don't know. No idea. Either way, <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah. They're like it was like a super. It was like a super gaming rig with like a Titan in there or something, and they were just like, yeah. And someone snapped it, and it started going viral on Twitter. Yeah, I I, I gotta say, I, I think that this must be a genuine mistake because there's no way that Microsoft would release a video running at 60 frames i mean it's the difference between 60 and 30 is so obvious like to, to anyone who is well especially if it's on youtube because it's got the number 60 next to it yeah i don't know if it did or if it didn't <laughs> presumably it did but um has anyone played the witcher games i played the second one um it, again with the overwhelming I was like, "Fucking hell! What do I even do? Like, where do I even start?" And I felt yeah. like I felt like not knowing any of the law and never having played the first one put me at such a tremendous disadvantage going into the second one that I gave it about an hour and then gave up. Yeah, I thought that'd be how I come across it as well. It looks amazing, but yeah, it always gets compliments on its story. Yeah, and great company and and everything, but I kind of it feels to it does feel a little bit like being there, done that with Skyrim to me. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I don't really like the look of the like. Obviously, graphically, it looks it shits all over Skyrim because of the age gap. But I don't like the art style as much as I like Skyrim, and I don't like the main character. I don't like the look of that guy. He looks like a twat. With the white hair in that, like, yeah. proper puts me off. If you are watching the Witcher Three Wild Hunt um, gameplay footage on Microsoft's YouTube channel, then you probably you're probably fairly into games, and that's the sort of thing that you're going to notice, like the sixty thirty thing. Yeah. I think I I suspect it was probably a genuine mistake. Um, I don't think that they were trying to palm it off as footage from the Xbox I don't think so that would be mental if that was true um, but a fairly unimpressive fucking reasoning from them saying you know footage provided by CD Projekt Red as if it's their fault for sending them the wrong footage or something like yeah. that like that's that's not exactly that's nice. not very classy so yeah that's a phoenix right there And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. Right, let's get straight into some Battlefront stuff because if you remember last week, 
the um, the trailer, the first gameplay footage trailer was being released a few hours after we were recording, so we couldn't really talk about it. Uh, has everyone seen the trailer? Yes. No. okay well um maybe if you watch the trailer while we're talking about it (laughs) it makes no difference it doesn't matter because it's it's yeah gameplay trailer with huge bunny ears um it's not a gameplay trailer it's uh mate it's the in-game engine engine. yeah so it means far cool yeah it's uh Yeah, this is the typical thing, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of people moaning about this. And they even came out and said, like, oh, yeah, like, um, it may be hard to recreate these scenes when the f- when the full game is released. Because <laughs> like, it's all choreographed. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's so, so pre-planned and so choreographed. It's obviously PC footage. If, if 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 it's the game engine, then it's clearly like like uber computer PC footage. Um, and there's a there's a lot of discussion this week in in the um, around the various gaming sites of 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 practice here. Like how it, this really isn't on in my eyes, but. It's become so rife now that it seems like it's just accepted. It's just becoming widely accepted. We had it with Watch Dogs. Um, Rainbow Six. The the Rainbow Six Siege. Siege or whatever it was. Doesn't look anything like the fucking trailer they showed. You know, this is why we're worried about The Division. And the same goes with Battlefront. That trailer looks absolutely fucking amazing. And there is no way... That I'm looking at my PS4, and I, I do love you, PS4, but there is absolutely no way you are capable of that. No, there's just, just no way. There's no way. Which is fine, but don't tease us. It's pointless. It's just not fine. It's not fine. Dumb. There shouldn't be this. There's got to be a trading standards thing here. No. <laughs> It's the it's the it's the same thing as when you go in McDonald's and you see the pictures of the burgers, and you're like, "Well, that looks nice. Yeah, I'll have that. That looks cheeky." And then you get it, and it's like, it doesn't look like that. You unwrap it, you're like, "That doesn't look like the picture." No. <laughs> you don't seem very happy with my analogy there. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect analogy, buddy, and you're totally right. It's it's false advertising. <laughs> it feels like false advertising. I mean, it's it's just utterly pointless. I mean, they they didn't. Have, oh, I don't know. It's yeah, it's fucking pointless because it doesn't show anything. It's just like, oh yeah, well done. You've made like a CGI Star Wars trailer. Great. You can they, blow, blow stuff up in it. Cool. The industry used up all their like free pass tickets last year when they repeatedly showed us stuff for for new gen consoles. Um, footage of alleged gameplay footage and that and, and and then everything came out and looked worse all was broken they've used up all of their stuff now and I can't get excited anymore <laughs> about uh, I see a trailer for a game like we'll see won't we we'll see when it comes out because yeah that's the thing like it's too early to say anything about it because what has been released is irrelevant so there's nothing to say about the subject it's null and void well, we should probably move on then. 
Have you watched it, Sam? No. (laughs) Good, because we're not going to talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I've watched it. Let's discuss. No, no, we don't want to know. No, let's not. Don't want to know. Next, Carmageddon delayed till May 21st. Oh, well. Next, um, (laughs) people are buying Mortal Kombat. I don't know why. It's It's a fighting game. I know. That's why I don't know why. I agree. <laughs> Have you got any interest in Mortal Kombat, Sam? Have you played any of the older ones? Yeah, years ago. I haven't played it. I can't remember the last one I played. Do you remember the last but, yeah. fighting game you played? <laughs> no. Does Batman count? No. Um, Injustice. <laughs> I think we proved on this podcast how out of touch we are with fighting games when I referred to them two weeks ago as beat-em-ups, which apparently yes. isn't isn't widely accepted outside of 1996. So oh, I don't see why. Either way, uh, Mortal Kombat, it, it topped the charts, um, and it's the second biggest launch of 2015 behind Battlefield Hardline. What else has come out in 2015? Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> the Order, Bloodborne. Um, okay, yeah. Mm. Not a great deal of massive multi-platform games, but yeah. Interesting. Sixty-one percent of those sales were on PS4, which is seems sounds quite high to me. But um, this is all data from physical copies. This is, yeah. Doesn't well, all last gen it used to be 360 over P- PS3, didn't it? Yep, every time. So it looks like the PS4 is definitely the more dominant fucking thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's probably because it can run stuff better. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, good news for for beat-em-ups, you know. Maybe they're coming back. (laughs) Maybe the phrase beat-em-up is coming back. It it is now. We're coining it. (laughs) 2015, beat-em-up. Next, Windows 10 to launch in July. Looking forward to that for free. Uh, the the <laughs> what? what <laughs> yeah, that is a free update, isn't it? Like, yeah, mate, fuck it, I love it. Yeah, uh, a lot of people didn't like the last one. I thought it was fine. I I've warmed to it. Yeah, people just don't like change. The only difference is. But like you haven't got a start menu. I mean, I just quick launch straight to my desktop, and then I've just got whatever programs I use, like on a very regular basis, in my hotbar at the bottom. They I mean, added a start menu, they didn't they, with a service pack update. Not that I know of. They definitely what? did. I was using it last night. What the eight point one? I don't know. I was well, using it. Not- a- nah, you're crazy. Yes, mate. No, nah, mate. There's no start menu. You're crazy. They added a start button. They had added the start button to Windows 8. No, they I didn't. promise. No. Okay. Bulls. Everyone, Bullshit. everyone's like losing their fucking minds at you right now. Anyway, no, we'll move on. Them. No, they no, they didn't. What are you on about? They have not added a start menu to Windows 8. Bite. What do you say, Sam? Do you know? Um, I think you're both wrong. <laughs> No, they did have add a start button. Um, it wasn't a full program sort of launcher. It wasn't a launcher. It was just you press the start button to go to the main Windows 8. Yeah. Um, 
tile screen. To the tile screen, yeah. So yeah. There's no yeah. no start menu. You're crazy talking. It was a start you, button, not a start on. menu. You're meant. Must have been some sort of ridiculous dream where I was on a Windows 8 PC last night and I hit the start button and it gave me a list of applications and I launched one of them. No, you can't do that, mate. Next, uh, everyone went briefly mad about Alan Wake 2, which is a game that isn't coming out. <laughs> Did you hear about this in the week, either of you? Yeah, I read something on, um, I think it was Polygon or something. Um, I, I, I got bored because it reminded me of Alan Wake, the original one, and I got bored of that. You didn't like that game? It was alright. I played this I played this when I was living with you Sam and you you also thought it was toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That will I happen. Did. So it's just me who liked Alan Wake then. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this was um there was a big fuss over this this week was because Remedy um, released a statement saying that they had like a fully working prototype of Alan Wake 2. Um like five years ago and Microsoft didn't want to know obviously now they're working on Quantum Break um, a lot of the things that they had worked on for Alan Wake 2 ended up going into the American Wasteland uh, yeah, the little digital one. DLC thing I didn't play that um, I think I got but, it on Steam but um, I played a bit but once again uh, it was too clunky and I didn't like the gameplay so I sacked it off Clunky is a word that you also used, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a word for it. I quite liked it. I it was cheesy. Um I think a lot of the a lot of the problem centering around it is whether you feel like it's supposed to be cheesy or not. That's what it kind of comes down to if you like the game or not. It is I see it as a like a Stephen King esque like pastiche of a horror game. Yeah, I um, did like that aspect of it, like the whole like book side to it. I thought that was cool. Like, um, so what? What was it? It was like writing the story, and then he was living it or something. I can't remember. It's like home ash. Oh, oh mate, well home does it better. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We'll move on because you guys clearly aren't Alan Wake fans. What I will say is that the fact that there was a fully working prototype of Alan Wake 2 is absolutely irrelevant. Like you... Quantum, Quantum Break has just been delayed to 2016. Um, Remedy is notoriously slow with uh, with development, you know. So that's that thing's basically it's irrelevant that there was a prototype. But having said that, Remedy have basically come out and said we would love to make Alan Wake 2 um, and this could be Phil motherfucking Spencer testing the water because he, he's been talking recently about um, he wants feedback on development and ideas from consumers earlier than they're currently getting I think that it's in an effort to avoid missteps, avoid mistakes that they've made in the past, which seems sensible. We like filth, motherfucking Spencer. From this podcast. He's a ledge. So, he is a ledge. So, yeah, um, maybe they were testing the water with it to see how much interest there is. What I can tell you is 
in testing the water, Alan Wake 2 was trending on Twitter, UK Twitter, one of the one of the top 10 things most talked about for like 48 hours on Twitter, which suggests a lot of people are interested in it. Thank you very much. And a new one would be nice. Nah, mate. But anyway, not for you. Let's move on to Drive Club, everyone's favourite topic. <laughs> yeah. Drive Club has new shit. Job done. Job done. <laughs> uh, there's a new update for Drive Club. It's, it's a weird one. I loaded it up and it's because it said new tour events and you know I'm not going to play it online because Evolution Why hasn't provided me with private lobbies. You? Exactly. So um, I was like, oh, offline content. That's that could be worth playing then in the game's current state. And it's like an introduction, which is a bit strange because the game's been out for some time. Um, but it's like a sort of uh, taking you through the game's various environments in some of its its cooler cars. Uh, it's, it is. It's like a, a starting point, almost like an introduction episode, which is like weird. Like some sort of demo. <laughs> like, what, like, <laughs> like what the PS Plus version possibly was going to be. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it does, I tell you, it does feel like that. It yeah, does. It, feel, it, it feels like what the PS Plus version might have been. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll never know. There's still no private lobbies. The team's gone very quiet on the private lobbies front, and who fucking cares? Because they've all been sacked. That's because half of them have been sacked. Yeah. Uh, Project Cars next month. F1 the month after, and then no one will ever talk about Drive Club again. So Pro- pretty much. So there's yes. that. Next. Uh, Harry Potter and Bill Paxton confirmed for BBC GTA drama. Potter. Yeah. Good old Potter. Harry Potter. <gasps> Harry. <gasps> Harry. <gasps> um, yeah, so Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> is going to play uh, one of the Hauser brothers. Bill Paxton's going to be the evil, evil lawyer boy, who tried to stop GTA because it's it makes everyone want to kill everyone. Oh, mate, I, 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 every day I wake up and I'm like, I should kill someone just because I've played GTA. Yeah, I'm like yeah. literally, like I'm like, oh, probably, probably this day I'll kill someone. There was no violence before GTA. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's called Game Changer, Ooh. which is a terrible name for anything. I love it. In, in my eyes. Um, uh, and yeah, I don't really know what to say. I mean, th- that's a couple of nice acquisitions, isn't it? Harry Potter and Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't trust the BBC to make anything. So uh, it'll probably be like some period drama. <laughs> it must be if it's on the Beeb, mate. Yeah. That's all they do, isn't it? I re- do you reckon May and Hammond will be in it? Because they, they're looking for work, aren't they? Yeah, they are looking for a bit of work. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about this, Sam? This whole GTA drama thing? Have you been following this at all? I have not. Um, obviously, I know about this stupid controversy about it and promoting violence, but I don't know if there was any drama being orchestrated around it or people are trying to create a narrative about it yeah apparently it's going to be 
literally like a, a a proper drama series on the BBC. I don't know if it's a series or a one-off <laughs> special, but yeah, they're making a show about um, the making of GTA, and uh, <laughs> there's. <laughs> fantastic quote some something along the lines of um britain's greatest coding success since bletchley park <laughs> i think was the bbc's yes, quote I think that's what it was <laughs> we like that quote i think that's the third podcast we've said that quote on <laughs> <It's a good> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> ridiculous but um, surely you just make a documentary like an actual one or is that what it's meant to be or are they actually get him we thought it was going Daniel to be a Radcliffe documentary. It's going to be role. a drama. Yeah. It's going to be a proper drama. But why? Yeah, we're, we're, we are all so baffled. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Next on my list. Uh, the Elder Scrolls console beta is live today. This is Thursday. Hello from Thursday. Um... I haven't received any messages or anything, so it looks like I'm not on the Elder Scrolls console beta. What about you, Ash? Have you have you had anything from them? I'm literally just going through my junk email right now, because that's probably where it's going to be. <laughs> but it looks like I haven't... Oh, I don't know, it's up, updating some bollocks. But no, I haven't received an email, even though like we applied for it, like I don't know, a year and a half ago. It was a long time, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a very long time ago. I do wonder if perhaps one of the reasons I haven't been giving an invite to the console beta is the fact that um, upon playing the PC beta and then filling out the feedback form, I told them that their game was fucking clown shoes. I wonder if that's <laughs> got anything to do with it. I don't know. Possibly. It may happen. You, you're still interested in this thing, aren't you? You're the only one. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. Um, yeah, I'm still interested in because it's obviously Elder Scrolls. Um, they are part of it, I guess. Um, sorry, I'm just going through my emails like in the junk folder. There's just loads of like fucking make your dick big ones or like <laughs> Viagra <laughs> shit. Like, oh, yeah. Mate, oh, that, that's not really junk, is it? No, it looks like I haven't got an invite either. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed because, I mean, yeah, like we said on previous podcasts, we played the the PC beta, got on that, and uh, like you said, you you responded to them in a in a lovely way, which was nice. I wasn't overly harsh. I was honest. We it's played true. the PC beta. It was fucking awful. It was terrible. We couldn't even get in the same instance together. It was no, rubbish. It was really bad. And. The quests were all nonsense fetch quests. The animation was poor. The graphics weren't that great. It certainly didn't feel like Elder Scrolls. It felt like an MMO, buddy. That's what it felt like. Yeah, but not a good one. (laughs) No, not a good one, but it felt like a a piss-poor free-to-play MMO. Which is fine, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they've tweaked it. I'm guessing they have done, and it might be better. I am still kind of want to play it, but I probably won't. You know, I'm not... I don't know. Let's see what happens, see what happens when it comes out and what people say. I'm not going to buy it straight off the bat because that's not what we do these days anymore. You know? No, we're quite careful, aren't we, these days. Sam, you um, you were an apostle of WoW. Um, I was. Have you any interest in this at all? I think it's because I'm a Warcraft player that I don't really have much interest. There's no <laughs> way it's, it's, it's going to ever live up to any of the amount of detail in 
any Blizzard game, so I don't really see the point of going into a new MMO, which is going to have less to do than there is in WoW. Yeah. That's the, probably the problem, isn't it, when you release an MMO now and, and, and Blizzard have been at it for, um, well, since so 2004, long. my gaming year of choice. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no one can really... You would you would imagine that no one's really going to top Blizzard. They, they pretty much must know all there is to know about MMOs at this by this point. You know, 11 yeah, years definitely. in. They've got nothing. They've nothing. <laughs> I'm not Apart interested. From this on consoles. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Next, Square Enix have announced their E3 conference timings, and it is when Nintendo normally do their weird video thing. When the geezer's like, this is what we've got, but we haven't gone to E3 for some reason. <laughs> um, which seems really weird to me. I barely remember the the Nintendo slot anyway from E3. Well, it doesn't feel like a proper thing, does it? Because they just do this weird sort of streaming thing where... And it's like before every all of the other conferences and everything as well. Um, it... it, it they started doing it and it felt like they were trying to no longer compete. You know, yeah. they're trying to separate themselves. A lot of people, a lot of Nintendo fans were like, oh yeah, you know, they don't need to. Nintendo have always done their own thing or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, they're off the fucking chain, mate. No holding them guys back. It does seem weird though. Like, unless Nintendo are doing some sort of like. Mate, what if, what if Nintendo this year were like, yeah, we're doing like a big old conference. They got like indoor fireworks, like they got an <laughs> orchestra playing the Zelda theme, and then they bring the fucking NX out on stage, yeah, and then they've and then they like all just Mario dressed up in S and M gear with Princess Peach. And... <laughs> yeah, <No>? yeah, <laughs> just me. Okay, live live action Smash Brothers fight. And then yeah, <laughs> and then Iwata just walks out in a fucking sequin suit and just drops the mic and yeah. disappears in a puff of smoke. I like <laughs> it. Sounds yeah. sounds fucking ace. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe like um, this year, like Nintendo are coming back with a storm with like mobile platforms and shit. I don't know. They'd be like, hey, I, I just I don't see them doing that though, because like you say. They're they're in their own little world kind of thing. They're not competing with they're anyone anymore. They're trying specifically to not compete, aren't they? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not going to do anything this year, or maybe Square just don't give a fuck. I don't know. Nah. But, um, interesting, all, all the same. And that is the end of the news. So now we move on to Ash's favourite section, which is uh, out this week. Um, this has been a bit of a bit of a dud up until this point. I brought it in a couple of podcasts ago, 
there's not been a lot out <laughs> recently. I thought waiting until after the sort of early year drought was over would be uh, a good idea. Either way, we're going to stick with it. So out this week, we've got Broken Age is coming out on PS4 and Vita, and Act 2 is coming out on PC. This is the Double Fine release that was kick-started. There was a lot of controversy at the time because they made a shit ton of money, and then I think they asked for more. And <laughs> But... Um, point-and-click adventure, Tim Schafer, uh, Double Fine, Psychonauts, um, Monkey Island back in the day, The Cave. Are you excited about this, Ash? Um, I wish I was. I was very excited when I bought The Cave. I played the absolute shit out of that. I think You I loved that, it. didn't you? I really did. I played that like three or four, four or five times because obviously um, each time we play it with different characters because um, you had so many to choose from uh, you would uh, get a completely different story which was cool um, unfortunately I don't really know much about this game um, God knows why I just don't oh, fair, fair play buddy it wasn't coming out on uh, we, we've kind of been blinkered to PlayStation over the last of 18 months so that's not that surprising really are you interested in this point and click stuff Sam? Um, I do want something to fill my point-and-click hole, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. That is well We're keeping that in. (laughs) (laughs) We're keeping it all in. (laughs) Maybe maybe Broken Age, then, could uh, (laughs) fill your... um... (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, But... Finding out that it's actually separated into acts has put me off, and I'll probably take the same approach that I'm taking with the Kentucky Route Zero game, which is an episodic game that's just gradually being released, and they haven't finished it yet, so I want to wait for it to be finished before I actually commit to the entire story, because it could just go downhill. It's Lost Syndrome, isn't it? Where they haven't finished it yet they haven't decided on the outcome though they may not have no matter what they claim and you don't really want to invest in it (laughs) before you know that it's a finished article exactly yeah i can see where you're coming from there i'm I'm quite interested in it Uh, i'd imagine it'll it'll price fairly fairly low on the uh, playstation store um and yeah, I, I liked those old point-and-click adventures and stuff. And I've seen a little <laughs> bit about this at launch, so yes, interested. Next, uh, Magical Wizard Wars is coming out on PC. Project Root is coming out on PS4, Vita, and Xbox One. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't looked it up. I've been very busy, and I haven't looked it up. State of Decay Year One Survival Edition is coming out on Xbox One on With April the twenty-eighth. Penises. The reason for the oh. delay to this release was that they took the original code from the 360 release of State of Decay and as they started remastering it and upscaling the textures, they found that the previous designers had uh, put thousands of penises in the textures for this game. And the reason so for the delay So technically, this game totally got cock blocked it got it, it did get cock blocked this is this is genuinely true the game was riddled with dongs and they had to <laughs> spend a lot of time removing all the dongs um 
I'm not making this up. That game is coming out on the 28th. Um, and one of our regular listeners, Simon, will be pleased to hear that on April 28th as well, Tropico 5 comes out on the PS4. Uh, he sent us a question for Q&A a few weeks ago, which was, I really like Tropico, discuss. We didn't, <laughs> because we've never played Tropico, um, and have little interest in it. But I played Simon, it, I think it was three, back in the day. Did you? I did. I think I might have even played four for a bit, but... Um, yeah, I think I lasted about three or four hours into it, and I was like, meh. It's uh, an RTS, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. I I found it, from what I remember, it was more like, um, not a Sim City, but um, that kind of thing, like build up your empire kind of thing. I, I didn't get too deep into it, obviously. I was like just building like different plantations and like sorting out the city and things like that, and then... I, I don't know, maybe it does develop into something more. But. I don't know why I'm not interested in this then. I've been gagging for an RTS on consoles since Halo Wars. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of RTS, buddy. I think no, it's... <laughs> it's not like StarCraft. No. StarCraft Dictator Edition. No, fair no. enough. <laughs> uh, it might be worth a punt. I think it's relatively cheap as well. Yeah, I think, I think 30, 35 quid on yeah, pre-order so at the moment on this store, so you should be able to get decent, bad shout. decent deals on online on that for physical yeah. releases and stuff. Gibbons. So that's what's out this week. Great. So before we move into the desolate waste ground that is questions and answers, uh, we should probably talk about the article that all three of us are working on at the moment, uh, which is the best gaming year. This was something I think you suggested, Sam, and we sort of stole ram with and then asked if you'd like to be involved in it um, in typical JFG fashion. <laughs> and this is steal it now. Ask questions later. It's it's an interesting one, isn't it? <laughs> uh, before we talk about it anymore, we might as well say what our years are. So, um, is yours the oldest? Ash, yours is two thousand and two, isn't it? That you've gone with? Yeah, two thousand and two because it's the best. Not right. for you. <laughs> it's the best for me. And so that's the go. interpretation that I was talking about. So I've gone with two thousand and four. And then Sam's gone with um, 2013. Oh, yeah. So I I took this as like a thing of like a question of like, oh, what's your best gaming year? Like, what's the best year that you've spent gaming? Not like as in, oh, what, what technological advancements have been the best and or things like that. I, I looked at this in the way where I was like, when did I have the most fun playing games for a year? Now, everyone's probably going to be like, oh, but Ash, you know, some of these games didn't come out in that year. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. They didn't come out that year. I'm not <laughs> saying they came out in that year. I'm saying <laughs> I played the ever-loving shit out of that game in this year, being 2002. 
And the game I will be talking about is GTA 3, obviously. Being the epic motherfucking game that it is. And, you know, brings us to where we are today with GTA 5, obviously. But that game really was the GTA. Because, obviously, before that was the old top-down view. And, uh, hell, they were fun as fuck. You know, shooting people with your little BB guns and stuff. Little round bullets flying out. But when it took the jump to the 3D world and you had all this shit just going on, you know, that's that was it, man. I ain't going back. So that's uh, 2001's GTA 3 that you're going to there <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, because I played the shit out of that in 2002, completing it to 100%. And I've never done that with like any other GTA game. Did they have pigeons in that one? No. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what they have. Wasn't it like just question marks or Hidden something? Hidden packages? Was it? I don't know. It was something. But yeah, you had to go and find like, all kinds of stuff. And you had to like deliver cars to, you know, like Simeon does now. You had to drop them off and things like that. It was really cool back in the day. You know. What else? Um, what else came out two thousand two, or what else rather did you play? <laughs> did I play in two thousand and two? Fucking sim golf. I mean, that's, that's all you need, mate. Sim golf. We like we like a bit of sim golf. I I bought my Xbox in two thousand and two. That was a you cool know. system. The old uh, Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also bought a new PC, so obviously I, that's where I was playing sim golf. So I was doing all kinds of uh, cheeky stuff on the PC, which was fun. On my uh, 56k modem, I'm pretty sure that year I upgraded to uh, to um, oh ADSL and got what was it 512? Was it? I think that's what the speed I went up to, which was fucking ace from FreeServe. Thank you very much. Lovely stuff. Warcraft 3, I believe. That's out. a cracking you know, game. Sure, you know, yeah, there's, some, there's some good stuff, actually. Mate, it's, it's because it was really, really good that year. You know, I enjoyed it. It was a time in my life where I started to drive as well. So it was the year that I met you, you know. I hadn't so. realised that was... Yeah, uh, I, I might have to vote for you as well. Well, we played some <laughs> Champ Manager, I believe. We played a lot of Worms Armageddon and changed all of the sound files in <laughs> We that replaced game. all the audio with yeah. our own recordings. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so that when you shot me, it went, you twat! <laughs> exactly. That's what we want in a game. And that yeah. is uh, uh, pretty much all the reasons why I'm voting for 2002 as my favourite year or I don't even know what the question was I just made it up in my head best best <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah arbitrary question that doesn't go into enough detail for you to answer properly best gaming year so yours yeah, is exactly. 2013 Sam oh yeah why is that just a few games like The Last of Us Bioshock Infinite Gone Home <laughs> Stanley Parable <laughs> Brothers Papers Please oh and Grand Theft Auto 5 probably <gasps> <laughs> so you've picked a year where Grand Theft Auto V and The Last of Us came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Bioshock Infinite. And Bioshock Infinite. Um, that's of some concern <laughs> to me fighting for a different <laughs> year. Yeah, but Alex, just... what year did you play two out of those three games? Uh, last year. Exactly. What year was that? 
2014. So it's not your best year, 2013. We're talking about the best year, not your best year. <laughs> <laughs> You're so selfish. You've made with a mockery. You've ruined everything. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will, we will be popping a poll on the uh, article um, so that the 12 visitors who uh, frequent <laughs> our site <laughs> can also vote. Uh, and we're to 12. Jesus. Hopefully we'll work out some way of, of having it so that poll operates in percentages rather than vote numbers. Otherwise, we'll <laughs> everything will be very embarrassing. Um, so I have picked 2004, which is the year that Half-Life 2 came out. Oh. So now it's time for questions and answers. <laughs> You're not going to elaborate on that at all. I don't need to. That's fine. What do you say after that? <laughs> all other, right. Okay. Other words. Um, with Half-Life 2, uh, Valve properly launched Steam, although it was kind of out before then. Um, this is as oh, close as this. This is as close as I get. Well, it was oh, out in 2003. Was it? Was yeah. it? Oh, so it wasn't in 2004? This is the closest that I get to breaking the fucking rules. <laughs> Steam launched as a mandatory installation with Half-Life 2. So, in my eyes, that's when Steam began, was when everyone had to install it. Up until that point, uh, no one wanted to know. Well, mm, but, technically... Mm, mm, yeah. Also, uh, World of Warcraft, San Andreas... Uh, Halo 2, uh, the best football game ever made, Pro Evolution Soccer 4. Unreal Tournament 2004, Nintendo launched the DS, which sold 150 million. Uh, it's not too bad. Um, what else we got? Sims 2, Far Cry, Metal Gear Solid 3, which was the best one. Um, the Wii was announced, and Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green was released, the best Pokemons. Uh, Burnout 3, Flat Out, Chronicles of Riddick, Rome Total War, Fable, Gran Turismo 4, Knights of the Old Republic, Gary's Mod, Counter-Strike. Um, I didn't need any of those. Half-Life 2 came out that year, ladies and gentlemen. Literally um, everything apart from Half-Life 2, I'm like, meh. <laughs> well, I would have picked some 2003 or 2005 games, but that would have been cheating. So, hey, if you played those games in that in that year, mate, that's fine. <laughs> You're the only person who thinks that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Technically, I do have GTA Vice City then in 2000 and whatever I'm picking, 2002. So that's mate, not a bad game. In 2004, I had a Mega Drive in the loft with Sonic 2 on it, so I'll probably bring that into me argument as well. It's a good <laughs> show. Well, if that was the best year of you playing that game, then fuck yeah, do it, buddy. <laughs> it was the year that you finally completed Sonic, then fucking write about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I think that'll do it. So <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you 
you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast, every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. So now it's time for Q&A. Dicks. And uh, <laughs> we've only got a couple, um, which is fine because we're probably overrunning a little bit by this point anyway. Um, so, first one is from Paul, and he asks, Is F1 2015 worth buying, what with Project Cars having F1 cars in it? Um, it doesn't have F1 cars in it. It has F1-looking cars in it. Not official. Um, it's not official, um, but I don't see this as a sort of FIFA versus Pez thing. Um the sort of I, it, I can't really answer this. Neither game is out yet. Uh, Project Cars has loads and loads of different cars and stuff in it. If you're after a general racer, then you wouldn't buy the F1 game anyway because it's very specific. Um, the the best racing games at the end of the last gen cycle were the F1 racing games in my eyes. Um, it depends what you like and what difficulty you like and and if you're like a big F1 fan or whatever I would rather have the F1 game than the low the dozens of different cars and modes of project cars personally would you guys agree with that yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool to have loads of cars, but I mean, I'd rather have a game that's really good. But then again, project cars might be really good. I can't say until I play them. Really, you were interested in the go karts, weren't you, on project cars? Yeah, I mean, it's just variety, isn't it? I mean, it's nice to have something different that you can jump into. That's like I enjoyed like uh, PGR three or M four or whatever. Because, you know, you had the different classes of cars and there was lots to choose from and that was cool and we mixed it up a lot. Um, but obviously in F1, you've only got F1 cars. Um, obviously you can pick the shit cars or the good cars, but apart from that, there's not a lot else in there. Um, I t- the question is, what, F1 worth buying with Project Cars having F1 in it? Um... Yeah, because if you want to play an F1 game, then the F1 game's the best F1 game there is. No game has ever given that feeling of speed. Like, no, just sheer to. velocity. Nothing has ever come close to Codemasters F1 games for that. Uh, and the, the collision and everything in the F1 games is just awesome. And the skill like, involved. You can't tell anything. You can't tell The authenticity anything. of it. Um, we, we're both massive advocates of the F1 games. Uh, we've heard some dodgy stuff about uh, Project Cars preview events and stuff where people have been fairly nonplussed. It's impossible to say at this point Project Cars will be out soon and then you'll get a general knack, general idea. Um, but yeah, as we were talking earlier, I think we'll we'll hold out for F1. We see that as as the Mac Daddy of the racing games and we'll probably go with that. Things might change a little... I'd imagine late 2016 
presumably we're going to see something about Gran Turismo at this E3, and a new gen version of that. That could be a bit of a game changer, but at this point I see F1 as the pinnacle really, and uh, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. I'd be holding out for that one. If you've only got money for one game, I'd wait for that one. Yeah, just a note. I think um, you can pre-order F1. I think it's for £34, £35. Um, I'm trying to find where. I'm sure it's like one of the mainstream gaming shops. Well, if you find the link, we'll post it in the YouTube description and on oh, the Oh, there website. you go. Simply Games. £34.85. Boom. Lovely. That's a bargain, isn't it? Yeah, man. Well, it's not bad, It, it might be a bargain. It might, that, that game might be an abomination, but I suspect <laughs> yeah, it won't. Who knows? <laughs> But yeah, I think um, there's a couple of shops that are doing it about that price. So yeah, you can pick it up pretty cheap. For very a, cool. Fresh release. Worth noting as well, you're getting two seasons worth of cars and updates there as well because they've got the old previous seasons cars at the start and then there's going to be an update with the new cars at some point in the game's life. So that's Which cool. sounds lovely. <clears throat> Damn right. Uh, our only other question this week is from Simon, who says, Thumbstick grips, what's up with that fruitiness? I love it. We're both advocates of the thumbstick grips. You converted me. Um, yeah, you, you went through the ceremony through. of the derobing and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what Sam said earlier, the... Uh, Point and click point and hole. Click hole. Yeah, the, the point and click hole. Um, <laughs> point and click hole. Entering. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, obviously, the PS4 thumb grips are fucking shitbags and love to wear away immediately after purchase. Seeing as, like, after a month of me having it, I think it was FIFA that did it. Um, mine had worn away. I took it back to Argos and they replaced it. And then, I don't know. Like a couple of weeks after I got that one, like this started to wear away. It wasn't drastic, but I could I could definitely feel like bobbles under my thumb, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna go and buy some of these thumb grips. And that was um, over a year ago, and I haven't replaced them. I I keep thinking about replacing them. And also, I said a, um, a couple of episodes ago about I bought my son one of the blue controllers for this Christmas, just gone, and uh, that's already gone. What, worn away already? Yeah, yeah, it's already worn away, you know, on the uh, left analogue stick. And he doesn't even play that much, does he? No, he plays a fair bit, but not not as much as me and you, you know. But he's like a, a weekend gamer, we'll, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty, um, pretty flimsy, those PlayStation controllers. I don't know if Xbox gamers have the same trouble. Either way... Uh, the thumb grips, you can pick up thumb grips for like four ninety nine. Uh, I swear by them now. I, I can't imagine playing without them. I've got so much better grip. Um, so you're saving the controller. You're saving wear and tear. You've yeah. probably got more more precision as well. And you're talking about maybe spending th- three to five pounds for the privilege. Um, so yeah, that's but, what's up with that fruitiness. Simon. Yeah, but obviously... Um, uh, I have researched it, and if you are getting some worn analog sticks on your PS4 controller, um, and you get your receipt or wherever it is, um, Sony will replace them for free. Obviously, um, you have to contact them, send them your details, and like the number of the controller, and then 
they'll come pick it up or you send it off. I think it, everything about it is free and then like a week later you'll get your troll back with new thumb grips and everything, which is fantastic because it's free. So that's yes. nice of them. Very cool. And um, le- the least you should expect, really, but, but cool that they follow through with that all the same. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be doing that every couple of months. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, thumb grips. They've got like that's... a whole... They they made like a thousand new jobs with that department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the end of questions and answers. So I think that's about it for podcast episode eight, uh, which is yet to be titled, but uh, I'm sure something will jump out during the editing process. Well, uh, <laughs> I know what it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Even though everyone already knows, because when they listen to this, I say it right at the beginning. So it's called the Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> You're going with the Ocho. I'm going with the Ocho. Not the point and click hole. No, I'm not going for the point and click hole because that's too obvious. Oh. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure as always, Ash, and it's been lovely to have you here, Sam, as well. Have you had a nice time on the JFG podcast? I loved it. Point and click hole. <laughs> he loves the feeling point, and click, point hole. and click hole. Sam, 2015. <laughs> Uh, incidentally, I got very excited earlier in the week because it seemed like a lot of people were talking about us on Twitter, uh, which was that at that point that I discovered that there is a podcast called The Jumpers for Goalposts podcast, um, <laughs> which is far more popular than our one. That's unfortunate. <laughs> we should jump on that, though. Yeah, we get involved, mate. We'd be like, yeah, we love it. JFG. <laughs> FTW, mate. <laughs> So, um, yes, I think that would do us. And um, until next week, it is goodbye from me. It's right, you know, just from... don't ask me how I've had a good time, you know. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Have you had a good time, Ash? Nah, not now. No. Yeah, no, it's been great, buddy. Chatting about games is my life. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a prick. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Until next week, buddy. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) I'm leaving it all in. I don't care. (laughs) Until next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Ash. Bye. It's goodbye from Sam. Bye. And we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. I'm gonna fucking fill your pill and click hole. Fucking <laughs> click hole. Oh, man. 
You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.